Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. of the hoarse voice. Um, Pollen must be very, very bad today. My voice is going, going, and it may be gone before we know it. Um, So please excuse the horsiness. Uh, For those of you that have had trouble to um, open the material that I've sent out, I decided to put a spiritual development circle um, link up on my website. So all of the material that I have sent out so far is up there along with an explanation of the circle and stuff like that. So if you can't open what I send you, you can always go there to get the material. Um, God, it sounds like I'm dying. I really feel great. It's just that my voice is not great. Um, So anyhow, the material is all there for you. So if you, you know, for some reason can't open it or whatever, it's, it's all there. You can go to the website, you can download it from there, or do whatever you like with it, actually, to a certain extent. Remember, though, I didn't write it. It's, it's material I gathered, so um, don't try publishing it because you'll get in trouble. Um, <clears throat> so today we're talking about the Akashic Records, and it's, it's, again, one of those terms that all of us have thrown around a great deal, but um, and everybody has their own philosophy on them, their own opinion on them, their own picture of them. And, and when you say Akashic Records, uh, lots of times we think of, you know, great big columned marble pillars on either side leading up to a pedestal that has this amazing book that, you know, you can open up and, and the wisdom of the universe comes out of. Um, that's, that's not exactly the way it is, though, though if you want to perceive it that way, then that, that indeed it is, is. But Akasha is Sanskrit for sky, space, or ether. In other words, it talks about the astral plane. In other words, it exists where nothing exists. It exists in the ether. It is something that you can't touch, taste, feel, smell, or, or whatever, but it's there. And 
and all the information is imprinted in the ether so that it's it's not so much a place as it is is it is more a consciousness than it is a physical something that you can leaf your way through so um you know people have said well it's it's hidden in the hall of records and and the hall of records also exists in, in, in on the etheric plane in the ether so so that where is it it's it's you know you're going to get tired of hearing me say this it's inside you carry it within you it is a record of everything that has been that is and the potentialities of what may yet come and and you'll notice i said potentialities because the 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 future is not carved in stone the future is up to us and and it is how we choose things to be how how we live according to um the universal laws and and how we um how we act within our reality so so that it's it's really up to us what that hall of records holds for us it's it's an exciting thing it's um a little scary sometimes actually but but it it's our future is something that that we have total control over and and how we choose to to live our life how we choose to perceive our reality how we choose to manifest our gifts and our talents and our and our whatevers is what determines what the future holds for us so the future isn't determined the future is open the future is something that anybody can draw on you know you can change it you can manage it any way you want to you can you can make magic happen you have the capacity to do it it's a matter of do you have the intent and do you have the courage to take the control to, in order to make it happen now akashic records are are something that has been around since the beginning of time i believe and and you know if don't what i give you is my opinion and and my opinion changes as i learn so um but but there are countless people that have <clears throat> countless cultures that that have adhered to and talked about and and said yes there are akashic records and and it goes from the himalayas and the egyptians and the persians through the druids and the mayans um it's it's almost a a universal acceptance that there are akashic records it's just that nobody knows where the heck they are and most people you know it's like that old that old fable about about when we were created and we we were created in the image supposedly of of our creators and and they created us with all of their powers and all of their wisdoms and and all of their magic and they realized that that was possibly not so smart a thing to do with a species so young so so they they decided to hide from us the knowledge that we had those those capabilities and they were looking for places to hide them on other planets and and on the moon or and beneath the sea and 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 every suggestion was negated because as a species we were curious and we would find it and then we would be you know then we would have all of the magic that that those that created us did and 
and, and this argument went on for just, just eons, centuries, decades, millennia, whatever. And finally, an old crone came forward and said, I'll tell you where you can hide the information. They'll never think to look. And they all, they quieted and they all turned and they <clears throat> all looked at her and she said, hide it inside. They'll never look there. And damned if she wasn't right. Because that's exactly what we're going through now. We're going through the understanding that we have all of this inside of us and then working on creating a belief system that enables us to draw upon that knowledge, that wisdom, those gifts, and those talents. And it's the same thing with the Akashic Records. They're there inside of us, you know, and, and, and it's great information to have. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's amazing information. And, and there, there are tons of people that have, that have claimed that they have utilized those records. I mean, Ledbetter, for one, and he's, you know, very famous. Um, he's written some tons of good books. Alice Bailey, um, William Lilly, Manly P. Hall, uh, George Hunt, um, Williamson's, R- Rudolf Steiner, Max Heindel, and, and Edgar Casey, of course. Um, they all, and Nostradamus as well, they all, they all had the ability to access the records, and that's where they went for their wisdom and their knowledge. Um, the word itself means ether, so it's, it's, it doesn't take a great, you know, that's not a great leap in order to understand that, that it's not written down, it's written upon, it's imprinted upon an energy that we actually have the capacity and, and, and you know, the talent, the skills, and the gifts to actually read. Um, it's, on the, it's in the Akashic plane of the universe, it's in the etheric plane. And they're energy fields, and we can access them through our own higher consciousness, that part of us that is linked to the infinite. That's the the pathway, that's the tunnel, that's the bridge that you take to get to these records. Now, it isn't isn't as easy as, you know, sitting down and saying, oh, let me just dial in the Akashic records. Um, It takes a little more than that. It, It really takes understanding the the fact that you have to put a, a, aside your ego and you have to open yourself to to that level of awareness that is there and it, it helps by by tapping into the akashic records it helps you to make you know good decisions and and think and and choices that are appropriate to the development of the soul of, of, that you're carrying within you um it is like a library and everybody has their own personal record that their spirit has had attached to them in their journey from the beginning of time. And um, it's really it, it's important that you understand that, that not only can you get to it, it's, it's, it's really recommended that you do figure out how to get to it. And it's a matter of, of allowing your consciousness to get to that particular point inside of you. And, and it's, 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 I, I don't want to say it's through prayer and I don't want to say it's through meditation. It's, it's basically through opening yourself up and believing and knowing that you can touch into these records. If prayer and meditation is something that's important to you, then absolutely use it. I, I just click into it. It's, it's kind of just there. Um, so much material 
that is out there on the market today is material that was drawn from the Akashic Records. People have tuned in or allowed themselves to drift into that particular aspect of themselves and draw information from it. And, and you know, there, there are books, the, the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus Christ offers a version of the youth of, of Jesus that, 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 that is based upon the Akashic Record. Now, it's not the kind of place where you can go and spy on somebody. You know, what did you do in a past life? Um, that, that's, that's not the kind of material that's there. It's not, it's not so much, and, and here's where I struggle greatly. Um, constantly, actually, when we, when we have these circles, um, I want to make sure you're understanding that it's not a personal record of your physical reality now. It's, a record of your spirit as it has traveled through time. It has nothing to do with your personality and the character and, and the sex and, and then the place within this physical reality that you hold at this moment in time. It has to do with your consciousness. It has to do with the spirit that is carried within. It's how that spirit has evolved. It's the challenges that that spirit came up against. It's, it's um, the, the karma that has been accrued that, that, you know, has balanced out over, over eons. It's, it's a record of things like that. It's not so much a, well, you killed so-and-so in a past life and so they get the off you in a, past, in a life yet to come. It's not that kind of personal, intimate, detailed stuff. It is, it is in a cosmic sense, a very detailed version of what your spirit has evolved through, what, what the journeys of the spirit. It does, it does, you know, there is a flavor of whatever the lifetime was and of the experiences that you, you went through to gather the wisdom and the knowledge and things like that. But, but it isn't a, a personal back and forth type thing. It's not kind of like, oh, I don't know, how, how would I put it? Hitler, Hitler killed millions of people. And, and obviously there was karmic, big karma stuff going on there. But it wasn't so much the individuals. Now the individuals that got killed for some reason, you know, there, there was a karmic balance in depth that, that, that goes on there as well. But, but it was more of a big spiritual thing than it was a personal independent thing. Our, our spirits have been, not only through this lifetime, but, but through many other lifetimes and, 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 and galaxies and, and planets and environments and shapes and forms and things like that, so that, so that its, its, its experiences are, are, are vastly different than, than we would expect. If you went through your lifetime now and you, you, you thought of your, your life lessons that you have had on a physical, re, in a physical reality, they, they are very important to you in this lifetime as a person, as the person that you are, Barbara DeLong or whoever. But, but as far as the spirit evolving, those challenges may be in a completely different place. The, the challenges that, that we see in our individual independent physical realities are, are not the ones that the spirit is going through so much. You know, these are the things that we do because we're human beings, we're living in a human 
we're, we're in a human body, and these are the things that we do as human beings. But <clears throat> but the lessons, the the, the real um, important lessons, take place on another level of consciousness. I'm going to croak my way as fast as I can through this, but not sure how far we're going to get. Please, I do apologize. Um, so the soul's journey is is, is one of becoming self-aware, and and the lessons that that we have come to us um, time after time, lifetime after lifetime sometimes. Sometimes your lessons follow you for, for multiple lifetimes because you haven't yet gained them. And it's an understanding on a cosmic level of the purpose of the spirit within this reality. And, and the lessons that we learn on a human side are important too. I, I absolutely will not you know, diminish those because those are the ones we're dealing with. Um, so... So if you wanted to tap into your Akashic records, I, you know, the, the, the suggestion is that you, know, you go into a deep state of relaxation and meditation, and, and it's, it's, it's accessing that level. It's, it, you can't do it thinking it. You have to allow it. And, and I think I've said that a lot of times over the last many weeks, that, that it's not making yourself do something. It's allowing yourself to flow in another direction, allowing yourself to flow um, into the cosmic energies that are around you. And if you're thinking you're not going to get there, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust the spirit within you that it will get you there. Now, I think the most, the most famous of all Akashic readers would would probably be Edgar Casey, and we've all most of us have heard about him, um, and and he was called the sleeping prophet. Um, it, his his information, his readings are you know they're all documented, they're all written down, and he was he was phenomenal. Um, but but you know when you when you want to look into your Akashic records, and that's what he did for people. But if you want to do it on your own, you do it to discover more information about the nature of your soul. And, and you look at where the soul came from and what energizes it and, and you know, what work it's here to do. And, and all of this information gives you a, a better comprehension of the soul purpose for this lifetime. And it's really, really important. And many times, more than many times, almost all the time, our, our purpose here is sharing love, is being compassionate, is being understanding. It's it's not meant to um, to assemble great wealth or power. It has more to do with the energetics of the spirit and, and the element of love. And and I I don't toss that around lightly. And the understanding that that. The spirit that we carry within us is eternal. The spirit that we carry within us is is actually a part of the infinite that, that created creation. So it it's a profound source of energy that we have at our disposal, and and it it really is up to us to understand its purpose, its nature, and and how to flow with the energy that it creates within us. Now understanding where your soul has been and what your soul has invo- been involved in and and the, the direction that the lessons are taking you um, is is sort of 
a way of giving you greater understanding of, of not only this life, but of, of some of the things that have happened within your life and understanding that that sometimes, you know, crappy things happen, but they happen for a good reason. And, um, you know, I don't mean like four flat tires at the same time, but, but I mean other energetic things. Um, in many ways, a lot of the material that I sent you basically sort of compares the Akashic records in the universe and us to a great computer. And, and we are able to download that material into our consciousness if, if we approach it the right way. And anybody who has ever struggled with a computer knows how hard that is. I mean, my computer wasn't talking to me for a number of days this week, and it just, it was unbelievable because I was talking to it. It just wasn't talking back to me. And, and tuning into the Akashic Records is um, another one of those experiences. You can't just close your eyes and say, give me the Akashic Records. It doesn't work that way. But you can drift into them. You can ask to see them. And, and rather than, than trying to do it in a consciousness state, I would recommend personally that that you you do it you ask about it being shown to you in dream state because when we're when we're asleep when we're dreaming our ego is really not so much present and and there's not so much conflict as far as out external st- stimuli we're basically at rest and at that particular point in time the higher consciousness that link to the spirit has an easier time to give us information. Now, it could easily give you, um, it could easily give you exactly what you're asking for. It could give you a book and you can leaf through it and you can get information. But, but the actual record itself is in the ether, but, but in physical form, you kind of need physical form to sort of take a look at and say, gotcha, I understand this. This makes a great deal of sense to me. Um, it's, it's going to be, it would be it will be an interesting experience for you to when you go to bed at night those of you who actually do go to bed at night to sit down and and just say you know show me my akashic record you know while i'm asleep and let me remember it and it's as easy as that because in dream state everything happens magically it's just it's phenomenal and you know write down what you remember when you wake up because it it will give you um, definite information, though probably symbolic. Um, the um, the uh, the other thing that that is mentioned is is the Book of Life, and I, I I do believe that the Book of Life and the Akashic Record are the same thing, although they do they do have you know um, they do separate them. Um, the Book of Life is referred to in the Bible, and I cited most of those. Um, there are lots and lots of people who have through time. Um, been been in heavy duty into the Akashic records, and Madame Blavatsky, that crazy old lady. Um, actually, she she was kind of a crazy old lady, but she was also quite brilliant. Um, and uh, she she's actually the one that started out the 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 Akashic record, um, you know, labeling it and talking about it, and and she was one of the founders of the Theosophical Society. And um, she wrote about it and its principles, and and it it what did she say? It was it, it is the quintessence, quint, 
consensus of all possible forms of energy, material, psychic, or spiritual, and it contains within itself the germs of universal creation, which spout forth under the impulse of the divine spirit. Pretty stuff. Rudolf Steiner also um, delved into it and talked about it. Um, everybody will have their own philosophy, their own their own way of dealing with them, their own way of explaining them. But Edgar Casey is the one that everybody kind of goes back to, and and he was, you know, he would lie down and he'd put himself into a, a state of, of a trance, and um, people, you know, his secretary would ask him questions, and and if when you got a reading from him, you had to be in a certain place within your house and at rest, and and he would basically tune into you. And then he would he would say, you know, yes, I have the body here, and and then he would access the records for your spirit, the spirit that you carry within yourself, and um, he he described how he got there as as basically his process of getting there was you know going seeing a dot and following it and and then moving upward towards the light and once he was into the light and everything. He he had his own little method, and and it's it's a personal thing. It, everybody has their own way of doing it. It's like meditation. You 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 create your your own form of 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 getting to this information. And and once Casey found you know what he was looking for, he would he would talk about it and he would record it down, and then it would be sent to the person. Um, that it asked him for it, and he got into lots of different stuff in, in that in that state. Um, and people asked him all sorts of questions, and he answered all of them. And it was really, it's, it's, if you've never read any of his work, I, I strongly encourage you to. I did put a lot of his stuff into the material that I sent you, so that um, you can get a, a, a taste of what he did. Um, and and again, everybody will have their own way of doing it, so nobody's right. Nobody's wrong, and everybody's right, which which is the best way to go. Um, it is a, it's a collective consciousness for all of everything that is, and, and and once you've actually touched into it, you can get not only information on your own soul's evolution, but the planet and the universe and the solar system and and the essence of the human spirit, if the human spirit is going to continue going or if humans will will evolve into something else. And and it's just it's an amazing, amazing experience. I I don't know how it it's it's it it's I can say I do believe I touch touch into them when I work with people from time to time. I don't know how deeply I actually go because I have nothing to compare it to, but I do know that that it's it's an amazingly um, light enhancing experience. It it just opens you up to um, all sorts of of amazing information, and it's all it's all valid. Um, it's your soul's energy is just the most amazing thing in the whole world. Um, so, so basically, the theory is the, the soul, and it's theory. Understand, this is philosophy. Everything that goes on in these circles is philosophy. It, it can't be proven necessarily through scientific anything, but it's a philosophy. And, and the cool thing is, you can have your own philosophy, and nobody is wrong. 
But but one of the philosophies is that the soul itself emits energy with every thought, action, or event it engages in. And that energy leaves a permanent energetic blueprint, and the blueprint is in the form of multidimensional holographic recordings of actual events, thoughts, feelings, and actions of life that the soul has experienced. And it's in it's it's in constant access it's it creates a hologram and and not only you but everyone can pull on that hologram it, it and it's not like there are secrets here so you know you 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 um if you pull on if i pull on somebody's akashic record um <clears throat> it's not going to give me any intimate secrets of this particular lifetime it's again the soul's journey not this person so so there are there are skeptics out there and and there are there are people out there that don't believe that they actually exist and yet um if you go back to thousands of years ago um there were those in Egypt that claimed they could read the akashic records and and that they that people read them and advised the pharaohs um in, on, on daily activities and and dream interpretation and, and don't forget in the Bible um, it was David who um, interpreted dreams for the for the uh, for the Pharaoh I think it was a Pharaoh or a king king I think um, the the Bible refers to the Akasha um, the the records and you know all over the place and 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 it's another one of those cases of of Sort of like the emerald tablets, you know, nobody's seen them or touched them that that we know of, really. And yet, the material in them and on them is something that is talked about for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And if if I've learned nothing else this lifetime, I have learned that when somebody says something is a is a myth or a fable or make believe. I, I know for sure that in re, it is in reality true. It's just that they've lost the physical proof of it, so it has to become mythology or something like that. So, so there are a lot of, of records on on Akasha, and, and Edgar Casey is the biggest source of them. And I did put a lot of um, material there about Edgar Casey in, into the stuff that I sent you. Um, it, it's it's all over the place. Um, it's in the Arantia book too, which is is kind of cool. And anybody who wants to to read really good, really pure, really wonderful channel material, uh, the Arantia the Arantia book is a place to go. It has amazing material. It's all channeled, uh, and and you know whether or not you adhere to it is is a whole um, is a whole other ball of wax. But it, the Urantia book does confirm the validity and reality of the living records in, in several places. And, and, um, and again, <clears throat> and we're not going into, at this point in time, my philosophy on angels and extraterrestrials, but um, in this case, the Urantia book says the recording angels of the inhabited planets are the source of all individual records. Throughout the universe's other recorders function regarding both formal records and living records from Urantia to paradise. Both recordings are encountered in the local universe, more of the written records and less of the living on paradise, more of the living and less of the formal. Um, 
it's it's again i am um not going into talking about angels right now but the um Arantia goes into heavy duty stuff i i frankly get lost in it very easily but it's good material it's what it's worth looking at um the law of one which was which was one of our laws um in it, in the law of one book one it's a book purported to contain conversations with a channeled social memory complex known to humans as raw. When the questioner asks where Edgar Casey received his information, the answer received is, we've explained before that the intelligent infinity is brought into intelligent energy from eighth dynasty or octave. Now, they make it really, really, really confusing, and it doesn't have to be. It truly doesn't have to be. And my my philosophy on all of this stuff with 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 your different levels of this and your different um planes of existence and it, it, they're all one and and if you have to make them complicated to seem important do it 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 doesn't it doesn't make you right or wrong it just is your way it's your modality it's your mo um frankly to me they're all just there um it's not a matter of levels of anything all of the material is theirs is there but but that's you know that's my my the way i envision it edgar casey is a fascinating man we maybe one time should do a whole two hours on him because they are phenomenal um um i'm going through this as fast as i can because my voice is definitely going (laughs) um so so the records have been around for a very long time and and because of that they have been taken lightly and they shouldn't be they should be taken very very seriously because they do have information on our soul's evolution our soul's development where we've gone what we've done and those things that we've encountered that that make us richer more um more abundant people and and it has to do with um most of it has to do with the energy of love, and in Hindu, in Hindu mysticism, akasha is thought to be the primary principle of nature, from which the other four natural principles of fire, earth, fire, air, earth, and water are created. Um, every vibration that occurs in the universe through our thoughts, words, and deeds creates an indelible imprint on the akasha, leaving an energetic recording of every soul and every creation. Um, I think they have it right, except I do believe that, that that there are five principle natural there are five natural principles rather than four. My perception is there's air, earth, fire, water, and ether. And that's just my philosophy. But but Native Americans agree with me and a couple of other philosophies too, so I'm not I don't stand alone in this one. Um, it's 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 hard to conceptualize something that has been around since before the beginning of time, and time is just our you know we created it. But but it, it before there was anything, the akasha was there, and and we have been created out of the akasha. It is it is because of the akasha that we exist. It's the akasha that not only talks about our journey but 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 
um, leaves it as a legacy as well so that so that it is um it is sort of like our, our our own personal library if you want to call it a library um every being on the planet can access these records so it it's you know again i i don't want you to think that that it's it's something that is um out there that you know somebody's keeping it's not like big brother is watching you um and you can access it and um in 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 a couple of places they were talking about how people have accessed it through through um prayer meditation um drugs um mushrooms all sorts of things and and certainly i'm sure they have but but more more likely more reasonable it is that you will access the the akashic record through your intuition and and through listening to to your higher consciousness which is constantly trying to talk to you um and and you know i would i would sort of suggest that you veer away from the um alternative methods of of getting into the higher consciousness i know that there are um indian shaman out there who um advocate using peyote to tap into the world beyond and things like that. Uh, <clears throat> Timothy Leary suggested that LSD was the way to go. Um, but, but to be very frank with you, um, and I'm not going to even, I, I don't even, I think that meditation is wonderful if you want to be mellow and have a mellow feeling to you and all that. But to me, just my way of doing it is, is, walking my talk is trying to follow all of the um all of the cosmic laws that I can and and to be as honorable and um have the proper intent in all aspects of life I don't always succeed in all of that uh I try but I don't always succeed that's why I'm here <laughs> if I if I succeeded I probably would be I don't know another dimension anyhow um but but my way of 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 being able to access those records is is by being the best that I can be, and it's that simple, truly that simple if if every and and again, I'm not perfect, I'm absolutely not perfect um but and and I think those that are are the ones that you have to look out for because if someone says they're perfect and they're still here, there is something wrong and they're just not either they don't see it or they're not telling it. But but if you're if you're really perfect, you're not here anymore. So um so it's it's the my way of tapping into the Akashic records is is by how I live my life. And and when I when I am trying to, you know, access them when I when I tune into them, when I am looking to um to share information with someone else. I just I just I just open to the information and it flows. So so it's a matter of okay but, but I've been doing this a very long time too. So so it's sort of like it's it's up to each and every one of us to 
to create our own method of tapping into our higher consciousnesses. And no matter what topic we're talking on, I am going to go back to the, to the importance of the link between our conscious mind and our higher conscious mind. Because if you don't have that link, then you don't have access to the magic that you carry within. And that's the important thing. With that link, you can immediately go to the Akashic Records. You can go anywhere you like, actually. Um, but 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 by having the ability to tap into those records, you, you're able to understand, to better understand the purpose of your spirit here, this lifetime on this planet, and and you're able to sort of see the 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 map of where you've been. And I would imagine, though I haven't actually looked exactly for it, but I can imagine that that it would lead you from from different star systems and different dimensions to the earth plane and and the reality is that, that there are possibilities and probabilities as to where you're going to be going next doesn't mean that that you know it, it doesn't say for sure because you're the one that determines that and and you don't determine it by saying next time i want to you you determine where your spirit goes next once you have crossed over and had time to to look at to 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 look into and to analyze all of the material that you've been through and that you've gathered and and choose where would be the best place for you to go next in order to work on whatever you need to work on so so it is really important that we have that link with the higher consciousness and we don't it can I, I don't think it can be done through through necessarily um, just meditating, but but you know you can prove me wrong. I, it's just not my it's not my um, experience. And I did I did give you a lot of scientific stuff now that I'm looking through it. Um, Nostradamus was somebody else who did um, did work with the the, um, the Akashic record. And and he said that he worked with it using methods derived from the Greek oracles, uh, Christian and Sufi mysticism, and the Kabbalah. Uh, so uh, it, it's Nostradamus. I do believe did he he scribed, and and I do believe he used that method of transference from the physical plane into the higher consciousness. Everybody will have or find their own tool, their own. Um, token to get to wherever it is they need to go, and and I was talking with Deb earlier about how maybe one of our weeks should be on divinatory self divinatory tools, you know, things that that we can use to help facilitate that 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 shift that change that we want to utilize to get to the higher consciousness. Um, it's kind of um, this is interesting. Those who champion the truth of the Akashic Records assert that they were accessed by ancient people of various cultures, including the Indians, Moors, Tibetans, Banpo, and peoples of the Himalaya, Egyptians, Persians, Chaldeans, Greeks, Chinese, Hebrews, Christians, Druids, and Mayans. It's held that the ancient Indian sages of the Himalayas knew that each soul um, or entity carried every moment of its existence in a book and that if one attuned oneself properly, then one could access that book. So it was a matter of, again, 
getting to a place inside of yourself, tapping into the higher consciousness, moving into that wonderful space within us, and um, and and then then and you don't read it, you download it, you know it, and and that's another thing that's important. You don't read the akashic records; you open to them and you know them. So that it's not a matter of, of sitting and reading a book as much as it is opening yourself up to the energy, bringing it down through your conscious mind and just knowing the information. So that you, you will just know things and, and oftentimes you will, um, you will think that, oh my God, that was just my imagination. And no, it's not your imagination. What you're doing is pulling information through and you're supposed to pay attention to it. Um, half the time most of us don't, but, but, you know, if you get, if you get even a portion of it, you're, you're getting, you're, you're doing a lot of, a lot better than a lot of other, um, people have. The Akashic records are, um, I love this similar to cosmic or collective consciousness. And and we all know that that we are a part of a of a greater consciousness out there. There is a collective consciousness, and that's what we're a part of. And um the records that have been referred to by different names including the cosmic mind, the universal mind, the collective unconsciousness or the collective subconsciousness. Others think that they they make clairvoyant and psychic perception possible. Um, other words for this are it can be um, universal spirit or, or infinite spirit or universal consciousness or, or God. Um, there, there's something that, that we can we can embrace and draw into our consciousness, and then we know it's it's like I said, it's not reading a book. It's not really a book. It's a knowingness. And it's an energetic knowingness, and we draw it from the the etheric plane. It's 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 like um, people who who were um, who 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 did prognostication, people who told other people's futures way back thousands of years ago. Um, we're drawing from the etheric plane. We're we're taking a look at. at the process to this point in time and, and understanding what the possibilities and potentialities were and they were they were putting those out there uh there there is uh, a talent and a gift to it and while everybody has the capability not everybody will even try it it's it's a matter of trusting and it's a matter of tapping into the higher consciousness. And the way you do that is, the, is through the way that you live your life. And, and I'm not saying anybody does a good or bad job, job of it. I'm just saying that, that the more you are in tuned with the flow of cosmic energy around you and within you, the more attuned you will be to the process that will get you into the Akashic Records and Everyone has has the capability of doing it through dreams. Um, oh, here's that such states of consciousness can be induced by certain stages of sleep, weakness, illness, drugs, med- meditation, and um, I, I suggest sleep actually. Um, and it's like it's like um, tuning into a celestial television set. 
and yogis also believe that these records can be perceived in certain psychic states. So, so if you are one who has um, an openness to to um, to the understanding of the energetics, of reading the energy, or of flowing with the energy, or of combining your energy with another person, then certainly that you are able to tap into the the akashic record for that person, but. It doesn't mean you can tell them what their future is going to be as far as their soul goes. You can make a pretty good guess about the physical reality, but their soul has a whole other agenda, and you have no right to in any way influence that because everyone has to determine and make the choices themselves. That's part of the journey. So... Okay, Hall of Records, I've covered that. Um, there are a lot of theories about there being a Hall of Records under the paw of the um, of the Sphinx, and, and um, I think they could dig forever and wouldn't find anything because, because Hall of Records, etheric plane, Akashic Records, etheric plane. Um, and, and as I said, um, Egyptians, the pharaohs have... have utilize the Akashic records, Druids, um, the Druid cultures of Ireland and Scotland, Wales and England um, had access to them and utilized them. There's certainly Bible references to it. So, and, and it's interesting because I do believe that the scientific community is getting close to saying, yeah, there might be something there might be something here. And, and what I love is they decide there's something there so long after we've all discovered that, of course, there's something there. <laughs> but it, it seems to be that the, the scientific community is the last to topple. Um, there are tons of books out there that are just great. Um, and and um, let's see here. Graham Hancock and Robert Baval in... Message of the Sphinx stated that the American archaeologists and the Egyptian government had in the past blocked investigations around the Sphinx, including attempts to locate any underground cavities. Laval later wrote Secret Chamber in 1999. According to that research, Egyptian antiquities granted an American team a license to search for the Hall of Records under the Sphinx. It is um, known that there are three passages under the Sphinx and two have unknown origin. One is a small dead-end 19th century shaft um, behind the head. Also, little holes in the body of the Sphinx may be related to its construction, but that's unknown. They haven't found anything. And they've done all sorts of um, under, you know, uh, radar and things like that. And, and there's, there's no chamber there. The Hall of Records um, is is in the etheric realms and it's been there forever and and will continue to be there and those people who take the trouble to make that connection to the higher consciousness um, are the ones that will find it, are the ones that will read it, are the ones that will utilize it. It's very exciting to to um, to deal with this kind of an energy. It isn't, I might add, a higher vibrational energy. Um, I, that term has been thrown around a lot lately, and and um, I want to kind of make a comment on it. Um, we all we all are energetics. We all have an energy, and we all we all um, we all sort of 
flow with, with, with a cosmic energy that, that, that is a part of us. Um, nobody vibrates higher than anybody else, but, but what, what can happen is that, that you can flow with that vibration and that rhythm and at that moment in time have access to greater information that is out there, but I mean, I've, I've heard people say, well, I'm, I'm a high vibrational energy. Well, everybody is. Um, it, it, it has nothing to do with, with anything. We, we have a vibration. We have a rhythm. We are in, in, hopefully in tune with the universe and nature and the earth and all of that. And, and the more you are attuned to and, and, and resonating with and not and not trying to manipulate that energy, the greater awareness you have as to cosmically what's going on, not only with you, but within the universe. Um, there's no such thing as raising your energy or lowering your energy. You know, you can be tired, and that means you're, you're tired because your spirit has nothing to do with, 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 with the physical body as far as that goes. And when people are talking about energy and stuff like that, they're talking about the spirit energy, the etheric energy, the energy that, that, that the soul is, is, is um, resonating with. Um, I've heard people who are spiritually oriented talking about being highly vibrationally this or low vibrational energy, and, and, and it's, it's not a high or a low. It's how much are you in tune with? Are you, are you flowing with it? Are you one with the universe? And if you're one with the universe, then you're getting, you're getting messages. Your intuition is amazing and you're really understanding what's going on, not only within you, but within the people around you. So, um, I, I just, I think I, I think I stumbled across one too many people talking about they were higher vibrational energy than anybody else and that's poppycock. Um, Oh God, that makes me sound old. That's crap. Um, better. Um, it's it's you know it's it's not a matter. I, I this is a process of spiritual development of soul's evolution. It's not a contest. It's it's not you know who who does something better or worse than another. It's not meant to be that. And the minute you make it a contest, your ego is in charge, and you can just check out because you're no longer here. You're 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 so linked to the 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 physical plane that 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 you don't even understand what's going on. Um, when when you're tuning in and when you're one with the universe and when you're flowing with the energies around you, when you're when you're doing the best you can with what you've got, and 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 when you're compassionate and empathetic and 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 you know understanding the pain of other people and trying to help when you're in a place like that then the energy opens up to you and you have access to amazing stuff and 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 it all depends on how you live your life how you flow through life how you touch other people how you are impacting the humanity and the people around you and and the more that you are in tune with that cosmic energy that is available to all of us the greater the greater um, exposure you have to the to the wonderful magic that is that is going on around us. So, I mean, I got into quantum physics, which I don't understand, but I did put it in there because I do imagine some of you do. Um, 
but but I I think that that it's 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 really quite fascinating because it seems to be the Indian traditions, the Buddhists and the Hindus, that that have the greatest depth of research and and material written on on akashic records and on reincarnation and and on, on a lot of this material. So um, they they seem to have been thinking about it, exposed to it, and working with it a lot longer than those of us in the West here. So, um, you know, it's going to take a while to catch up, and it's going to take a a while to interpret a lot of their material. Um, It does come down to understanding that, again, we have total control of this, and we are definitely in a place where um, everything that, that goes on around us has effect on us, and we have effect on everything that goes on around us. So, you know, we are all one. It really is kind of cool. Um, and, and you know, we've been talking about reincarnation and karma and um, the Akashic Record, and they're all really um, interconnected. And I, I think it's really interesting that, you know, we've kind of done them one right after another because they they are interconnected, they are interwoven, they are um, all a part of, of each other. It, it's it's again understanding that we are in total control here. We have free will, and 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 with that free will comes the law of cause and effect. What we put into motion comes back to us. And if if you've gone through the the universal laws at all, you'll see that that all of them really have the fact that we have to take the first step. We have to initiate. It is our intention behind our actions that that you know, set things in motion within our reality. Um, and, and our physical reality is just a very small part of what's going on here. Uh, the, the soul, the spirit is, is reaching out. And it, I do believe it reaches beyond the earth plane. I do believe our spirits are, are connected um, to multiple dimensions and, and to other aspects of, of space and time out there. And that, that once we understand that and once we make the connection between our conscious mind and our higher conscious mind, we become awesome, awesome people. And and it's just a matter of of trusting and believing and having faith. And and that's not religious faith. That's having faith in ourselves. That's having faith in what we carry within us. And so many of us, um, you know, question and doubt. And and of course, when we question and doubt, that yanks us right back into the physical. But but welcome to the human race. Um, and uh, the last thing I had in here was um, the Akasha is said to be the library of all events and responses concerning consciousnesses in all realities. Therefore, every life form contributes to and has access to the Akashic records. It's asserted that to gain access to the Akashic records, any individual can use a physical medium and various techniques and spiritual disciplines and they go into yoga, meditation, prayer, visualization, to quiet the mind, become a witness, and achieve the, fo- and achieve the focus, pre-conscious state necessary to access the records. And I, I didn't mention visualization, but I should have, because that as well is another way of accessing them. Both the events and responses are said to be perceived while accessing the Akashic records. This is similar in some respects to having a meta-enhanced cinematic experience. When accessing the future, the events aren't known. 
but responses are, are only probable. Based on an individual's responses in the past, the Akashic Seer reader can investigate probable future responses and give the highest future probability. However, a state of unification and awareness can be achieved whereby even the future responses are known with absolute clarity instead of only a probability. That's when you get to be really, really, really up there. Um, I'm not there. And, and don't know if I ever will be. But um, I think it's important for, for all of us to, to recognize the fact that you can use visualization, you can use all sorts of different tools to access those records. And it, it's important to understand that you don't have to be a saint. Lord knows I'm not. And, and it, it's, it's a matter of sitting back, relaxing, letting go of the ego, and I think that's the biggest thing. That's the place that most of us stumble because when the ego is involved, then there is control, then there is definite um, manipulation that is inappropriate. You have to float. You have to let go of the ego. You have to um, leave it outside the door. You have to... Um, you just... The ego is controlling, and it's I, and it's it's... It's I, I, I. It's think, think, think. And you don't get to that place inside of yourself by thinking. You get there by trusting and allowing. And if you visualize a bridge, that's fine. If you want to... um... (laughs) She thinks I'm getting there reading past lives. Could be. Um, But but it's a matter of, of, of allowing and trusting and, uh, you know, there is not a one of us here or, or in earshot or on the planet that is not capable of doing this. It's a matter of first believing you can and, and then accessing it. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it's something that takes practice and it takes um, consistency. It's like, you know, well, I tried it twice and it didn't work, so it's not possible. That's bull. Um, it's a matter of being consistent with it and knowing that, that that that's where you're getting to, and knowing that that is where you are going to, um, that, that where your visualization is leading you. Um, I, 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 a lot of people really use that bridge visualization because it really does, it, it's a wonderful way of going from the consciousness to the higher consciousness. And whatever, whatever, whatever you believe it will be, it will be. I'm going to pull Deb in here, if I can find her. Tonto, there you are. Um, you got to talk with me because nobody else is, and my voice is just going to go <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> well, you guys so far gotta... I agree with everything you've said. How does that help? We well, heard big. I could have asked Jeannie that. That's what she would have said. <laughs> <laughs> You know, help at all. Um, so, so, um, have you ever read your Akashic records? Have you ever been into them? I believe I have. I believe I've gotten there a couple of times, and sometimes it was just like, "Oh wow, look at all of those." But to my mind, to my conscious mind, um, I was in the biggest, you know, most huge library I've ever seen, uh-huh. and. Um, but that's what I say. That's how I understood it to to my mind. And and then adding to that, it's like we travel back through, down through the hollowed halls of this huge, huge, huge 
library, and I, I mean, I even had the sense that I was walking for days to get to this next corridor that if you had the right pass, you know, you, you basically mm-hmm. showed the badge and they let you in. And there was huge myriads of file cabinets. So that's where, that's how I think that I understand it. That n- now you could go to now it was it was so you could go to your own file. You could you know I was not to the point where I could go just read anybody's file. I could read my mm-hmm. own, and and that was only after I you know was questioned to the point like what are you going to do with this? And I said mm-hmm. well I, I just want to make sure I'm on uh, uh, I'm on where I'm supposed to be and that I've covered the ground so far you know, set up. Uh-huh. Am, am I doing this right? Am, am, I, am I really where I think I am? And, uh-huh. and yet they made me be quite aware that I wasn't going to see a lot into the future simply because it hadn't been written yet. They could only deal with what had occurred, what had already transpired. Now, you, knowing even that- if it was to the point that I thought about something and then said, nope, not going there. You know, it was like that lucid dream part where you could read what you already thought about and then discarded for what, and, and the reasons that you discarded it. Well, now, mm-hmm. knowing that, that this, was, this, this was your journey, and so whoever was questioning you was yourself, right? Um, well... The way you bring that up, probably, because sometimes I would see who I would take to be um, ascended beings. I'm not going to say masters or mistresses, but, you know, caretakers of these records. Sure. Um, And they would acknowledge me or whatever, but I never saw the, the caretaker separate from myself. I'd hear the voice. You know, it was like a disincarnated voice, only, and I only say that because it was like where I was. I could see the uh-huh. records, and then it was like somebody was next to my shoulder giving me assistance. But I never but actually you- saw the the being. So yeah, the you know the way I can un- look at it now, that was would be my higher self. Exactly. Yeah. But and, it, I think at the time that I remember, you know, that I, I woke up and remembered, you know, that, you know, like you say, you, you, you know, sometimes you go to sleep and then you wake up and for that fraction of a moment you remember what you dreamt about. So uh-huh. for in that point in time, I don't think I understood it as being my higher self, but that I was, that I understood it as the caretaker to my record, whomever well, that yeah, was. Who better to caretake your record than you? Well, you know, <laughs> if you knew how I kept files here, you, you'd say anything. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I do know that kind of a thought. Yeah, I think that's that, and I do think that maybe next time we'll go into dreams because I think they're very important and um, not as random as one would think. Uh, but but yeah, I I think that. I can I I can remember doing um lead meditations where I would take people you know through through a 
portal and through a field and over a, a, a crystal bridge into the temple of whatever, and and there were their Akashic records. But but the reality is, I mean, it's whatever you perceive it to be. It it, it you know, everybody will have Sometimes a different. I don't think you're conscious enough to know what you're perceiving yet. You haven't delved into it enough, or I guess the better term I would say is we haven't given ourselves permission to remember or recall or realize. Um, and that's well, yeah. why the meditation can be so important because. We're finite here, so we tend to need those permissions, or, or yeah. think we do. We believe we do. <laughs> and, and until we've been around a while and, and found out, you know what? I can give myself permission to go there. We don't need mm-hmm. permission from somebody else. Exactly. And, and I, I truly believe that, that if you're not ready, your higher consciousness you won't, won't won't let you do it. Won't open. Won't won't open it to you. But I do believe it is the higher consciousness that that if you perceive there to be a gatekeeper or a, or an ascended master, understand you have an ascended master inside of you, and and that's that's what would keep that that's what would keep the conscious part of you out if you weren't ready to deal with the information in in a in a spiritual manner. Right, and, and I, I really think I believe that, and it's and for me, I related it to if you can't remember about an occurrence this lifetime here, especially if it's a traumatic, you know, memory uh-huh. or, or occurrence, you won't remember it until you're ready to deal with it without causing more harm to yourself. Because oh, the, I, yeah. the spirit, the conscious, is not about to cause harm. Healing, yes. When you're when you're strong enough and you're ready to heal from it, then they'll let you see it, but not a moment before then. So that's how I relate to it. That when you're ready, when you're when you're spiritually evolving and ready to deal with it and use it for your own good, then your you know your record keeper, however you want to put it, will let you see it. And, and I believe in that. Yeah, I think I think my biggest um, struggle in doing these circles is is trying to get across to people that they're talking to themselves, not right, right. not you know, not a guide, not a whatever. It's it's they're talking to their higher consciousnesses, and and the, and and it's a tough one. It really is because we've been taught that we aren't worthy and therefore we have to have ascended masters to tell us what to do or to give us information or whatever. And yet we carry an ascended master or whatever you would term an ascended master inside of ourselves. And and it's a matter of, okay, um, you, you know, the, the, the conscious part of you isn't ready to deal with this, so I will manifest as something else so you will take the information and respect it and and not question it because if I give it to you directly you won't buy it at all so you know that's that's how that stuff goes um, a lot of transmediums are like that um, their their higher consciousness takes on the facade of 
an ascended master or whatever you want to call them, and and therefore what they say people pay attention to because it came through this ascended master. But stop and think a second. You know, how many people do you know that channel St. Michael? (laughs) Tons and tons of them. (laughs) I was going to say, do numbers really go that high? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a Uh, lot of people believe that. Mm -hmm. I I know they do. And and so they, they treasure and they value the information that the spirit within them has given them. And 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 there are people that don't need to have that, so they just get the information directly from themselves. It's the same information. It's just as valid. It's just as valid if if a channeler gives the information as as if somebody who says they're channeling, you know, Seth or or Saint Michael or whoever. It's a consciousness. It's a level of consciousness. And they're tapping into that level of consciousness, and they're getting fabulous information from it. But it's inside themselves. It's something they've carried through time, and and in in many ways, for some reason, they feel more important because they're saying they're getting it from someone rather than, um, look at I just got this, and I don't know if it's worthwhile or not. But yada yada yada. Um, they have to believe in themselves, and and I, I think. So many of us have been bombarded and and have been um, pounded down as to not being worthy, as to not being wise enough, as to not being acceptable or whatever, that that you can't possibly be talking to an ascended master or whatever because you're not worthy. And that's crap, you know. (laughs) And and, and Again, that goes back to the conditioning that so many of us have had since childhood and until we give ourselves permission to recondition uh-huh. it, it'll it'll be that way whereas and, and I believe that's been proven by other cultures who don't use that same conditioning absolutely and that they yeah. don't have okay. the you know the hold ups the stop gaps and stuff that some of us may have but then again, well, yeah, it, to say that isn't what we, you know, we wrote for ourselves because before we were one from that other culture and we didn't understand how people were having so much trouble with us. So then we decided to come back as one of the other people that was conditioned not to believe it. So they could understand the struggle of getting to the point of understanding. Yeah. I, I would agree, and you know, the more primitive cultures were more evolved than us. I mean, if you look back at um, the natives, the Native Americans, when we came to this, um, you know, when we invaded America, um, the Puritans thought that they were primitive because they didn't, you know, believe in Christianity, and 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 crammed that down their throats, not taking the time to understand how they were in tune with nature and how they were in tune with, you know, the seasons and how they were in tune with the land. So it, it's, it's really, it's a, it's a matter of, um, you know, what, what we've been taught. And we have to unlearn so very much. And we have to unlearn the fact that we've been told we're not worthy or that we aren't capable or we don't have the capacity. 
and, and realize that, that we have magic inside of us, and all we have to do is reach for it, and, and, and then it's, well, how do you reach? And, and that's what we're talking. That's what these classes are about. It's, it's about um, giving people the understanding and, and showing them <clears throat> the tools to use to get to that, that level of consciousness that everybody is striving for, I would think. Uh, in some way or another, everybody is striving for that kind of awareness. Some people want to work for it, and other people want to be given it on a silver platter. And those that are working will get it, and those that are on the platter will get tarnished and come back next lifetime and give it another shot. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's really, really important that you know we we um, understand that. Um, there, there, there is so much that we are capable of that we aren't that we aren't really reaching for. And um, planes landing in my house. Um, <laughs> Just park it over to the left. Yeah, there's an empty hangar over there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and you know, Elmar is talking about channeling. Um, it, you're not channeling. Mother Mary, you're channeling that consciousness. You're not channeling. You're not channeling a name. You're channeling a consciousness, and that consciousness is a, is is a level of consciousness that floats out there, like like everything else on on the ether. And if you tune into that particular level of consciousness, you will bring that philosophy through. And and there are some beautiful levels of consciousness out there, just phenomenal beautiful levels. But that person is not standing at your shoulder talking to you. And no, there's not a genie level. Jean, Jean must have taken her medication lately. Um, <laughs> no, Jeannie, there's not a genie level of consciousness yes. right there. Yes, genie. There is not a genie level of consciousness because you're not dead yet. Um, so, so it's 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 kind of it's it's phenomenal because when you look at people out there who are channeling and 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 bringing information through, and they're bringing beautiful beautiful stuff through, they're bringing wonderful stuff through. But you you have to be very careful about channelers because if if what they're giving you is philosophy, then 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 it's it's un, it, it's it's probably definitely a hundred percent channeled, and there's there's no doubt about it, and it probably flows beautifully, and it probably is is just amazing. But if the channeler is giving you personal direction in your life, you should do this, you shouldn't do that, you should go here, you should go there, then that's the ego doing a great impersonation of a channel. Because, because a spirit, the spirit who is inside of you, will never tell you what to do. It will give you a philosophy to apply to your life so that you can make the right choice. It won't tell you what to do. It's not supposed to. It can't. Because it's, it's, it's traveling in this vehicle, gathering experience from the choices that the human entity makes. So it can't tell you what to do. 
it can give you a philosophy to apply to a situation. And by so doing, you know, you take it in, you, you pay attention to it, and you make your choice. Um, if, if a spirit, any spirit, tells you what to do, it, it's not a spirit, it's somebody's ego talking, yours, somebody else's. But, but um, you carry wisdom inside of you. You carry great wisdom inside of you. And that wisdom will give you the, the insight to make the choices necessary to have a rich, bountiful, abundant lifetime if you pay attention to it. But so often we're so caught up in our physical reality that we we get panicked, and and the more panicked we get, and the more fearful we get, the the more we are are rooted into our physical reality, and that's when we make the stupid choices. And I have made my share, and and um, you know I I could talk for days on end about the the choices I've made when when in a fearful place that were totally not right or healthy for me. And had I had a chance to just sit back and kind of not meditate on it, because I honestly don't meditate, but I do I do, do things that, that bring a peaceful mellowness to me so that, so that I can get information from that higher consciousness that I carry within me. Um, and, you know, if, Einstein called that 30 minutes of thinking time. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, I, I'm really sure that's what he thought because um, he had a habit of for 30 minutes first thing in the morning was to be in a quiet place and think uh-huh. for, for 30 minutes to see what would come to him. And and I really think that was exactly the same thing. I you think know, he was listening. Quiet you know, time. Yeah, he was listening Though probably more than thinking, I would imagine. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's how he even termed it. That was his mm-hmm. 30 minutes of thinking time, and he would listen Absolutely. to what he got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 just amazing the the insight that we have within us, and not only that, but um, how often do we get a feeling about something and not act on it? Um, whether oh, it's like, yeah, uh oh. This is not smart. I'm doing it anyhow. No, it's not smart. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. This is not smart. I'm going to do it anyhow. Damn, why didn't you tell me not to do that? I mean, that, it, that it, was it, the bug funny moment. I do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I am I am finding that I am with age and time um, getting more sensitive to to those little nudges that inspiration gives me um i mean i still i still i still make mistakes sure but actually i'm not making the great big ones as often as i did 20 30 40 years ago (laughs) i still make them but (laughs) but the intuition is always there pay attention to it get a feeling and 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 I say to people, usually always trust your guts unless you've had Mexican food. And and it's true. You know that feeling you get in your solar plexus that, that kind of like is a flip-flop? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that spirit saying, no, no, <laughs> not smart. You know, or step back, take another look, or think twice, don't do it. You know, um, 
it, it it'll it'll give you a nudge. It'll let you know. And so, how many of us don't pay attention to those signs? How many of us are just so gung ho about knowing something so totally that we don't even leave room for for doubt or for another opinion? I mean, that's where it gets dangerous, you know. And and I always tell people. If you absolutely 100% are positive, you know exactly what is supposed to be done, you're absolutely wrong. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that, that's the moment you step back and you take a look around and, and, you, and, and you go at it from another direction because any time that you take the bit in your mouth, you can be pretty sure you're going to be wrong. And, and, and not, you know, because all along the way, every day, there are nudges. There are, spirit is in there saying to you, and, and my spirit, I'm not saying an outside spirit, I'm saying your inside spirit is saying to you, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, and you need to listen to it. You need to pay attention to it. Um, I have found that when I go with the flow, whatever that flow is, when I pay attention to, to, um, how the energy is flowing when I when I am really conscious of the fact that there is an energetic flow and look at that it just you know um, it took a dip or it took a whatever and when I when I pay attention to that and I really am very cognizant of the fact that um, that this is this is a direction that I should be going so I don't paddle upstream um, those are the times when just everything falls into place and and it, it it's almost like magic happens and and it absolutely does and 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 then there are times when i get the bit in my mouth and i say nope i'm going to do this i deserve it i want it i'm going to do this and and that's when i make mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and even though the mistakes can be a surprise sometimes but we'll leave that one alone yes yeah they they can be surprising but but you know, there's always a lesson to be learned, and if you can laugh at the stupidity, even though you know you you sometimes compromise yourself in in, in one way or another, um, you, if you learn from it, if you can laugh from it, if you can if you can kind of open up and say, okay, universe, thanks a lot. Um, not so hard next time, please. <laughs> I feel a bit battered. Um, it, it it does work, and, and the universe does have a sense of humor. The universe truly does, and and. I guess when I talk about the universe, I talk about the higher consciousness, and 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 you, you got to feel sorry for that that part of yourself from time to time because I do believe that the, it, it wants so bad to be let out and and you know melded with the consciousness so that so that there is a greater sense of of being able to manifest within reality. I think that that that's the goal of the spirit. To a certain extent, and and that 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 when that happens, um, then 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 magic does happen. I, I think that's what happened with Jesus. I think that that you know he had the two of them so 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 much connected that there wasn't a higher and lower consciousness. There was just a consciousness, and because of that, he worked miracles and. And I do believe that we can do that, but we don't have to quite do it the same way he did it. And and if we can learn to use those powers and those gifts in a beneficial way to ourselves and humanity, then the world would be a much nicer place. Another plane. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I really think glad he had the way of of believe. He, if he could think it, he could. You know, he believed it. It would happen, and so forth. It was, and really, that's the basis of alchemy. That if you can think it and dream it, you can do it. Sure, absolutely, and and it, it, we are all capable of it. And it's just he a matter of don't be yes he did and it's it's a matter of <clears throat> don't be a prisoner of your reality um change your reality, reality. Act, yeah, exactly. change it <clears throat> so um because then we're fearful of well what happens next what if it doesn't do what we think it's gonna and then we you know it's that that um i think i posted on facebook i said we create a myriad of problems that aren't there yet just by mm-hmm. thinking that. Mm-hmm. And I says, oh, that's so me. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, my voice is totally going, and nobody else wants to talk. Um, guys, I would, I would love to talk more, but I just don't have a voice anymore, and it's starting to hurt like heck. So, um, you can't have I'm that. Gonna, 